Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we have a Dealing with Debt Roundup. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. All right, so it's Friday, so I thought we'd deal with a little light subject today. How about debt? Just kidding, I not about the debt part, but about definitely about it being a light subject. Um, I find that debt is that one thing that really grips most of us. It's probably one of the reasons why we actually don't talk about money with anyone because we either have debt that we've paid off in the past 
we have debt now. We are having to get into debt. Um, there's just so many different combinations of debt. And I find that it puts all of us in just a really nasty mood, right? Nobody likes to talk about it. Nobody likes to deal with it. But I talk open and honest about the fact that I have been in debt in the past. And I've been in and out of debt, even as a financial professional. So, you know, I would tell you that nobody is actually immune to debt. It kind of happens to all of us. And there is good and not so good debt. And a lot of people would probably criticize that statement, but it really is true. You know, if you're going into debt to advance your career, to go back to school or to get in a career and you have student loan debt, as long as it's within reason and, you know, that's a really tough um that's a really tough disclaimer to put on it because what is within reason, right? That's probably what you're asking. And I I say like it really has to line up with the career that you think you're going into. You know, is that what is the I guess I would say what are the salary possibilities for that career? That's probably the best way to put it, you know? And it doesn't mean that you're actually going to get in that particular career. Because there's a lot of us that start out in college, by the time we graduate college, like we're thinking a totally different career. And another thing to think about is you can actually think about and look at the calculators now and find out, okay, how much, if I go in 40,000 of debt and student loan debt, what am I approximately going to be paying in a student loan payment, you know, and figure out, okay, if that's too big, are there other ways around it? You know, can I get you know, special scholarships? Can I, do I have some like really unique skill that, that I can get some crazy scholarship for? Or, you know, is there an aunt or uncle I have uh, that, that loves me to death that I can go over and just say, hey, uh, I need to borrow some money so that I can go to college? You know, just like being really creative rather than just going like, okay, I'm just going to borrow $80,000. And, um, you know, also picking your school. I mean, I know that a, a lot of times the school you go to really does matter. So I'm not trying to play that down at all, right? But I do think that a lot of times we get in this mindset, especially with graduate degrees, that we have to go to the top tier school. And if we don't go to that top tier school, you know, our degree is not going to be legitimate. I'll tell you that I went to a very top tier school for my MBA. If I had to do it again, I'm not sure I would go to that school again, not because of the school. The school is great. The school is amazing, but it cost me a lot of money. And I could have gone to other schools in the area that would have been easily half as much. And I think I would have still gotten the same education that I got. So, you know, hindsight is always 2020, of course. Um, but it just a little, little something for you to think about. If you're thinking about going to graduate school, if you're thinking about going back to school, like, if you've already been to school, obviously, you know, <laughs> it is what it is, right? We got to deal with the situation. We got to pay off the student loan. But if you're thinking about it, you know, think about it maybe a little bit different. And also, you know, this goes with credit cards too. And again, I'm going to be controversial here. And I'm going to tell you that I think credit cards can be a great tool. They can be a great smart money tool if you use them correctly. And the problem is, is that a lot of us, 
don't use them correctly. And I have been guilty of that in the past for sure. So I am not leaving myself out of that mix. I'm in there with all of you. And I will probably use them not so well in the future at times for sure. I mean, that is just a part of life. But I think generally speaking, if you can use your credit card like a debit card, I've said this so many times before, But if you can use a credit card with rewards, with points, with something that is paying you back, it is one of the smartest thing you can do. I have been on so many different trips all around the world where I haven't paid for airfare, I haven't paid for hotel, and I'm talking like I've gone to Europe for seven days, nine days, 10 days, even 14 days once, and didn't pay for any of the lodging. Okay, on the 14-day trip, I think I did pay for four days, so I'm going to be fair here and say that. But I mean, seriously, to be able to travel to those places and not have to come out of your bank account, it makes it so much easier. You know, and a lot of people like cashback. I mean, there's a lot of great credit cards with cashback that is literally giving you money back for you spending the exact same amount of money that you would have spent if you used your debit card. Think about it. It's the exact same amount of money. And so I think if you can use your credit card like a debit card, and what we do is we literally set a weekly amount, okay? We can spend X amount on our credit card for all of our weekly things. It's going to the grocery, going out to dinner, getting gas, all of those sorts of things. When we hit that limit, it's done. We can't can't do anything else. And we literally pay it off week by week, right? So you never actually get in the interest. You never actually get into the bad parts of having a credit card, but you still recoup all of the amazing benefits. So if you can do the mind trick, if you can do that switch in your head that goes from A, a credit card being a bad thing to credit card being a handy tool if I use it correctly, I think you are just going to, like you're going to be out flying flags about credit cards because they just keep getting better and better. I mean, that is the crazy thing. Like there are some of these cards now that come with sign up bonuses that that just truly blow my mind. It is crazy. But there was a recent uh, article and I'm going to link all of this in the show notes. So don't don't fret about it from Next Advisor. And they are detailing two credit cards that have a no interest option until 2019. That's a really long time. That's 21 months away to have zero interest on your credit card. And why does this matter? Okay, well, let's say you do have a balance on credit cards and you just want to get rid of them. Well, the name of the game is the lowest interest rate is going to help you get that paid off faster. And if you can throw any extra cash onto that, it is going to supercharge um, paying off what I call your debt tidal wave, all right? So these two cards, let's say you have you know, $5,000 that you owe on a credit card and you can do a balance transfer over to these particular, one of these particular cards and you can make your same payment or if you can add just a little bit on top of your payment, you are going to blast through that $5,000 so super quick. And of course, when you're on any of these 0% cards, which 
you know, I see a lot of people kind of make this mistake. You'll get on one of these zero percents and then it'll say, okay, like 12 months, right, to pay it off. And you'll go through the first six, seven, eight months just making the minimum payment. And then you realize, oh, there's four months left and the payment to actually pay it off is just so ridiculously high. And then you end up just rolling back into the interest period. So you've just not taken advantage of one of the greatest perks of credit cards. You know, being able to buy something and pay it off with no interest over however many months is a really cool way to leverage your money, but you got to do it smartly, right? So when you start into one of these time periods, what you want to do is you want to literally take what you owe, divide it up by that many months. That is what your payment is, if not more, right? Don't make the minimum payment, make that amount and don't transfer over more than you think you can actually pay off in that time period. Because when you start using these 0% cards that way, that's how you can really start, again, blasting through this debt so fast it will blow your mind. So the two cards right now are the City Simplicity card, which says it's a card with no late fees ever. Love that, right? And again, it's 21 months, 0% interest APR on both balance transfers and purchases, which is super cool. So if you have to use it for a purchase, you are not going to get that 0% either. So what happens though, that people don't understand on a 0% uh, balance transfer is let's say you transfer over a certain amount of balance, right? But then you go out and you buy something. Well, when you go out to buy something and then let's say that it has a regular interest on your purchases, when you go to make your payments, your payments are actually going to pay off that thing that you bought at the higher interest and they're not it's not going into the 0% amount of money. So you really want to avoid unless you've got a card like this where it has 0% on both the balance transfer and the purchase, you really want to avoid charging anything on one of those cards until you get that money paid off. So love this card as has no late fees, no annual fee. Um, it's not a perks card really. So, I mean, you're not going to get, you know, a whole lot of perks, but the purpose of this is just to get rid of the debt, right? When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete.me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web. 
and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. And the second one is another city card, the City Diamond Preferred card. Same thing, 21-month, 0% APR and balance transfers and purchases. Love it. And you've got to have good credit for this one, right? It has no annual fee. Uh, This does have late fees, so definitely beware of that. And there's a bunch of other cards listed here depending on, um, you know, if you don't want to do a balance transfer and you want a low APR, a 0% APR, um... If you want other 0% APRs with cash back rewards, there's a couple of cards listed here. So this will be in the show notes. You know, be sure to click over there if, you know, you're one of us that has debt. Don't feel bad about it, right? The whole thing is to not let it get you in like a headlock, (laughs) if you can picture that, right? The whole thing is to get it to not paralyze you. It's to it's to, I guess what I'm here to do, I think it's just to shake you loose a little bit and to help you come up with strategies to pay it off. You're not going to pay it off overnight. It's going to take time. It's going to take a little bit of sacrifice. But when you start using some of these tricks, like the 0% offers, what happens is you start seeing the progress happening and then it motivates you even more. That's what I found. That's what I found when I was paying off debt after my undergrad, when I got out of college, it was like, and the cards were not that good then. But when I started to see a little bit of progress, I was like, okay, okay, I can do this. I can do this. It's just the human psyche. It's how we think about these things, right? And we think about it. Debt equals bad. Debt-free equals good. Well, it's just not that black and white. It's not that linear. So, you know, don't beat yourself up if you have student loan debt, if you have car loan debt, if you have mortgage debt, whatever kind of debt you have, don't freak out about it, right? It's all about just making sure that the debt is properly aligned with your income so you're not in a position where you can barely make those payments, and then it's about getting a strategy. And once you got that debt, you know, under control, then you can use credit cards for the points and the rewards and all that cool stuff. But remember, use it like a debit card. Just pay it off. We pay it off weekly, but you can pay it off monthly. That's cool. You just want to make sure that you pay it off before the billing cycle ends because that is when the interest rate will actually hit and you might actually owe a little bit more on that on that credit card. So the second thing I just want to talk about today in our little uh, debt roundup here is the student loan report. Again, I'll link this in the show notes. came out with this awesome article um, called Halfway Through 2017, Here are the Best and Worst Student Loan Servicers. This definitely got my attention as somebody who is still paying off student loans. Um, go back to, went to the big fancy school and had a lot of student loan debt. 
So they say here that over 44 million student loan borrowers in the U.S., and we owe collectively more than $1.41 trillion. So if you own student loan debt, you are in the club with me, my friend, all right? On average, 70% of college graduates hold student loan debt, and the average student loan debt per borrower is about $27,857. Uh, I wish I only started out with 27857 but I know for many of you that is a lot, a lot of money, all right? So the moral of the story is we have this massive student loan debt crisis here, and it is just, it's not getting better. It's getting worse, in my opinion, and I don't know what the solution is. I don't know if the solution is free college. I don't know if that works. Um, I don't know if there, I mean, there just, there has to be a way that, We can pay for college, but we can pay for it so that it is a manageable amount of money. And I think the problem is too, like when you're going to school, it feels fictitious. It doesn't feel real. So if you know that you're going to have to borrow $50,000 to go for college, it's like, yeah, all right, I'll borrow $50,000. has no impact on your life. It isn't until you actually get out of college and then you have to make the payment where it actually becomes reality. And I think that's the disconnect, right? Is we're not connecting with, hey, I'm actually really going to have to pay this one day. And what happens is a lot of people end up just going back to school to get a master's or a double master's just so they can put their student loan in deferment and not have to pay it. Well, I mean, I guess that works well right now, but what's going to happen when then you have to make those payments, right? So it just keeps compounding. But I thought this was interesting. Okay, ranking the student loan servicers from best to worst. Number one, best Great Lakes. Number two, not-for-profit services, servicers. Sorry about that. Number three is Nail, Nell. This is hard to say, Nell Net. Um, and number four is P-H-E-A-A. I'm not quite sure how you pronounce that. And number five is Navient. That is the student loan servicer that I have. And so proudly, I'm telling you that I actually have a student loan with the worst uh, servicing record right now, which does not make me too happy. Why is Navient the worst? Uh, Many of you probably listening have a Navient loan because they have bought almost every student loan servicing company out there right now. Uh, it's mainly because of their complaints. So they have about 6 million borrowers, about uh, 5,000 complaints, and about 75 complaints per 100,000 borrowers. Hmm. Well, that doesn't sound very good, does it? Um, so when you dive in a little bit further, it's, okay, well, what are these complaints? I mean, are they just, you know, crazy people calling in to complain about their student loan? Well, they break it down this way, all right? So a lot of the complaints about the student loan servicers are troubles with how payments are handled. They received bad information about my loan. Okay, this is a really important one. If you've not looked at your student loan uh, servicing monthly statement, because a lot of us now get them just emailed, seriously look at it. You need to make sure that the amount is correct. You need to make sure that your interest rate is not... Uh, a crazy interest rate that you did not agree to. You need to make sure your plan is the plan you agreed to. Don't just set it and forget it. When your loan gets transferred to a new servicer, double check all of those things again because there can be errors and I have seen a lot of errors. 
Um, I thought this was funny. Reason for complaint number three is that you can't decrease my monthly payments. It's not funny. It's it's the reality. But um, you know, I think that's why you really got to know upfront what you're what you're getting into, and when you choose your payment plan, you've got to know all of your options, and you've got to really look at them and figure out what makes most sense to you, to your budget, to your bank account. What can you actually pay? Number four is that you don't agree with fees charged. Again, do your due diligence. Man, I'm having a tough time with all these double letter words today. Um, Do your due diligence. That is definitely a tongue twister. And make sure you know the fees that are charged. And again, make sure you know all of your options. Keep that person on the phone. Ooh, here, that's a good tip. Don't email them. Call them. Call them. Remember the old thing about using the phone? Call them and really talk to them about all of your different options and know what each of those payment amounts would be. If you're not a detailed person, just do whatever you have to to get all of that information out. So, you know, again, if you're not happy with your student loan servicer, you know, you can look at refinancing your loan. You can look at refinancing it with, you know, a private company like SoFi. Um, there are a lot of different options. I think, you know, don't just get your student loan and then, you know, auto pay the monthly payments and never think about it. Never look at the interest rate. Is this a decent interest rate or am I getting charged, you know, <laughs> out of the kazoo, you know, is, is my loan variable? This is really, really important because right now your student loan probably is pretty low, your student loan interest rate, but as interest rate rises, which we are in a rising interest rate environment, so will your student loan payment. And I just want to make sure that you don't wake up one day and get that statement and just totally freak out about how much you owe, right? And you can use the same strategy for paying off your student loans. I have seen people that have gotten 0% or low, low interest loans through companies like SoFi, right? And put that amount of money on their student loan because the student loan interest rate was much higher. And then they paid off the loan or they paid off the 0% credit card in tranches, right? So you might get a 0% credit card and let's say you get, you know, $10,000 you're approved for. Well, you put that, you know, however much it is on your student loan and you your goal is to pay off that amount on that credit card in that 21 month period or 15 month or whatever that is. Again, don't do this unless you can pay off that amount that you put on the credit card in the time period. Super, 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 super important. Super, super, super disclaiming this. All right. But there are creative ways that you can do this to really start knocking down your student loan debt. You just need to think a little bit outside of the box, all right? So again, debt, it's this thing. It's not our BFF. Um, (laughs) It will come and go as you go through life. You know, you'll have times where you pay all your debt off and then you'll have times where you'll be in debt and it's okay. I don't want you to panic. I don't want you to freak out on me. It really is just part of life. But if you know the tools, if you've got the tools in the tool chest and you know how to strategize getting the debt down, then that is like 99% of the battle. All right. 
As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game and Instagram as well at Shauna Game. Hey, if you like this episode or any of the Millennial Money episodes, please share them with their, your friends, their friends, your friends, everybody's friends, um, and click the link in the show notes and head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. 